ever feel like life, family, and even church can get a little out of control? We're here to make real life simple. Welcome to the Rusty George Podcast. Okay, so we are uh, here live with Matt and Sarah Lynn. Now, Matt, you have a middle name we have to add to your name? Uh, it's just too common. It's Ryan, so it's so like it's either Matt way. Ryan and it's Sarah vanilla. Lynn. <laughs> it's vanilla. Oh, that's better. I would rather have that than Leonard. There you go. Um, but anyway, uh, we're here with Matt, Ryan, and Sarah Lynn Grubb. Um, is it Grubbs? No Grubbs. S. No, no S. S. That's what I thought, no but you were looking at me funny. So I thought, okay, no S. And they have been on staff at Discovery Church for how many years now? Seven. Seven years. Okay. And they have lived the uh, adventure that many people have figured out, and that is how to be married and work together but also how to do ministry and work together. So I want to talk to you guys about that a little bit because we have people listening that are in one of those two camps. And so let's just get a little bit of background on you. Uh, where are you from? Uh, how'd you guys meet? And how'd you get to Discovery? Let's go with that. Sure. Um, so I'm from Dallas-Fort Worth, grew up in the DFW area, uh, became a Christian in high school. So I wasn't really raised in the church. I was around the church. Uh, and my sophomore year of college decided that I wanted to go in ministry. Um, and so I transferred to Abilene Christian University, which is where Sarah Lynn and I met. Um, we were best friends. I mean, we had an incredible group of friends who just did life together. Uh, and so when you talk about our relationship, it was a little unique. We never dated. We just got engaged. Wow. True story. True story. So you literally kissed dating goodbye. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, love. Those who remember that book, love, yes, love Josh. that. But like one of the oh things I've gosh. kind of been running away from is like I, I'm not that person. I don't, I don't have you know. You don't have to live by that. But were you guys uh, in a courtship? I mean, no, no, not I didn't at think all. you were from Arkansas. No, no, no. Okay. no. We, I've been to Arkansas. You're not a dugger. No. Uh, <laughs> We, we just truly, like, we were best friends, and we had a tight group of people who just, like I said, did life together, and she knew that I liked her. I told her that before, uh, and it came time where it was about time to, to graduate, and I, she had told me she didn't feel the same way, so I started moving on, and with more to get over her than <clears throat> because jealous. of my interest, and I made her jealous, yeah. and she one night said, well, I, I just, I can imagine kind of moving on from everybody else, but I can't imagine moving on from you. And I said, wow. let's seal the deal. <laughs> I just so we got ring. engaged that night. I, yeah. Not traditional. Wow. That's a story, but yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. the way you yeah. remember it? Pretty, yeah. I left out the controversy. He left out the controversy, which is fine. Okay. But, um, be a my background is a little different. So I was raised by a preacher. Okay. Not a Pastor, we'll get into that. Anyway, so my right. dad, <laughs> preacher, right. um, in Virginia, okay. and um, went to a really small Bible college for two and a half years, and then I transferred to Abilene Christian my junior year, middle of my junior year, and we came in the same semester. Yeah. And I have an uncle that works at Abilene Christian. Hmm. He's still a dean of students, and um, so I knew no one. I started fresh. No one knew that I was a pastor's kid. I mean, and I because I uh, played piano growing up and sang like just. People knew who I was. And you know when you're a PK, the pressure that's on you, mm. and it's just a... People right. Anyways, so it was great to go somewhere where literally I knew no one but my aunt and uncle, cousins and grandparents, and um, mm. had no friends, and 
uh, my uncle embarrassed me the first day of chapel. 4,000 students, and he's like, my niece is here, and he pulled out this bat, and he's like, this isn't chapel. If anybody wants to date her, you got to go through me. And so I was like, I'm never going to have friends. Right. Anyways, but I meet Matt. And I was sitting on the other side, and I had met her uncle already and become friends with him a little bit. And he's sitting here with this bat in his hand. Anybody thinks they're going to date my niece has to come through me, which I'm just like, I feel horrible for this whoever this person is. Right. So fast forward, when we got engaged, he was one of the first people we told. And uh, they were they were together already, and I was running late through a class. And so I ran in there, and he hopped up uh, and was like, oh, congratulations. He was in his office, and Sarah Lynn was there. I walked right past him, grabbed the bat, stuck it in a closet, shut the door, <laughs> put a chair against the door, and sat down. And uh, it took him a second, yeah. but... After they, they remember it was it's oh, like one of our favorite stories. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so it started a little unconventional, but I I had been engaged before, and so I just didn't want to go through that. I just wanted to marry my best friend, and that's what I prayed. Yep. And three years later, wow. So how long have you guys been married now? Eighteen years in July. Wow. Yeah, that's great. It's been awesome. Yeah. It's been okay, awesome. so you get married, graduate, and then where do you go? We moved to Oregon. Um, so another, I was just thinking, the word I keep thinking of with this is just a little unconventional. We've always just um, not followed what, I don't know what a lot of people do traditionally. So we had a couple opportunities at churches that were already well established, um, mm-hmm. and we could have gone after those, but our crazy group of friends wanted to plant a church in Oregon. And so okay. um, the pastor and his wife, uh, they were from there, or he was from there, I'm sorry, and so we spent a semester praying about it and felt very clearly that Oregon is where we needed to move. And so. at the time, you know, our heart our heart has always been to connect with people far from God and connect them to Jesus. And so um, at the time, Lane County, where we were in Eugene, it was the least church county in the United States. And so hmm. like from the beginning, that was that's kind of been our mission is like, how can we go and show the love of Jesus and not the picket signs and not the mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff that sometimes people identify with Christianity and instead show them that God loves them and wants a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we set up, tore down church, mm. you know, and um, did the whole thing. Worked in the community mm-hmm. and it was, a, yeah. it was an adventure. It was an adventure. So a lot of couples that end up in ministry together, they usually go that route. They've planted a church yep. together, and thus they're working together. Um, but you guys were both in Bible college wanting to go into ministry together. Did you assume, of course you weren't dating, you were just hanging out, and then suddenly you're married. Uh, did you assume that you would work together, or did you think, uh, I don't know, this, we might do it a different way, or did you always think you'd work together? We, you know, it was one of those things... Um, our relationship did come about pretty suddenly, uh, but one of the things is Sarah Lynn is extremely humble. She's always been that way. Hmm. Um, our, our group of friends, as close as we were, I didn't even know she played the piano or sang. And one day she was like, hey, you want to come? I have to study for my final. And I was like, you know, in love with her. So I was like, of course. Yeah. Of course I do. And so, you know, I follow her into this music room and I'm like, what are we doing in here? And she sits down at the harpsichord and starts playing a Bach piece. Of course. And I'm like, my jaw's on the floor. And so um, just the way, like, we've kind of gone through life, it's just like, okay, like, this is a surprise. And the way we got engaged was, um, you know, a surprise to me, a, a good surprise, but a surprise. And so 
um, we've just kind of handled that head on. And I always told her early on, I, I was like, hey, you become a famous rock star and I'll carry your stuff. Um, and uh, We didn't know what we were getting into. I yeah. think also going yeah. to Oregon, it um, it wasn't with a, like a church planning group. It it was a little rogue. And so um, we learned a lot from the pastor and his wife and yeah. five kids. Their family was amazing. We just were so young and so green. I don't know. We were just yeah. ready. You mm-hmm. know, when you're tw- we got married young, 22, 23, and mm-hmm. um, you're just ready for an adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And most people don't even know where Oregon is. Like back, people were like, where's Oregon? Everyone said we lived in Washington. We're like, no, there's this little state right above <laughs> California called Oregon. Like it was just... Um, in a crazy adventure that we were crazy enough to go on and we've just learned I I mean I did not ever see myself as a worship leader growing up in the church that I grew up in uh-huh. I played the piano and I sang special songs like okay. an offertory sure do you know what I'm saying like I did not lead worship bringing in the sheaves yes right yes, yes. uh huh uh-huh. yeah. so it was it I'm was, lost typical <laughs> typical offertory songs yeah, yeah oh my goodness um and so it wasn't until I went to Abilene Christian and a pastor heard me play and sing. So I don't even know where it was. And he's like, you're a worship leader. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, I lead mm-hmm. a camp. Or I, I just hadn't even seen myself right. in that way. So it was a time of complete self-discovery discovery for me that we meet. And we just, so we started off, I don't hmm. know, this new journey together, if right. that makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, so we weren't, we hadn't mapped out, well, I'm going to be a worship leader and you're going to do this. And I we right. just enough to just move and I mean at this at the Blessing time youth. Yeah. Yeah, I, know, that, I know for real oh my gosh like for real oh. I mean and now I'm like yeah kids you're not doing that like we're we have right. kids mapped <laughs> out we'll tell you what to do until you're college, 30 you're doing this, yeah. and no you're not getting married until this yeah. I mean yeah there, I mean there's something to you being you know young and you know idealistic and, and hungry right and it's like hey we're gonna work hard yeah. enough to make it happen and I knew that I wanted to be a student pastor at that point. Okay. And I'd interned in Amarillo at a church that's now part of Hillside. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, my friend there, Craig, he's just like, he saw her gifts. And, and so, I don't know, there was always this optimism of, like, God's going to make a way, and we're mm-hmm. going to figure this out. And uh, he has. It's wow. been cool. <laughs> it's really been cool. So you were in Oregon how many years? Almost 10. Almost 10. Yeah. Almost 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you had 10 years of doing ministry together in a church plant, basically. What did that do to your marriage? Um, Because during this time, you would have had kids, right? So now that's that's another exciting moment for you guys. So talk about just the marriage itself and how you handled working together through all that. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's something that's always been... It's always something that we've walked through in a very, uh, we've tried to just be really authentic through every step of the way. And and I feel like, you know, we were in college, a group of people that hung out and spent tons of time together. Uh, and we just transitioned that uh, into, into our marriage, into starting a church, into mm-hmm. having to work in the community to support ourselves. And, uh, you know, we're just there for each other. And so... You know, I did construction for quite a while while we were there, and I would come home and, you know, get ready, and then we'd go out and do student ministry, or we'd go out and meet with, uh, you know, adults that we were doing a Bible study with or whatever mm-hmm. we were doing. And um, But we learned to lean on each other. We learned to, to trust each other a lot, and uh, we learned to be poor together. 
you wow. grow the most through struggles. Yeah. We also had um, not official mentors, and but we had these couples in our lives yeah. that um, were in the next season. Yeah. Whether it was our pastor and his kids, or some of the kids in our youth group that are now married, and it's weird when you see just kids grow up. Their parents really mentored yeah. us, and so we um, we did a life together with people yeah. that were committed to uh-huh. each other, committed to God. And um, so that really laid the foundation of our marriage. Um, would you say that you guys are better together? Hmm. I would really, say we were better together. That's So I feel like I've heard that somewhere. Yeah. Better together. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. It's it really thing. is. No, but it, I mean, it really is true. Like we... I, I love her and I love being around her and whether it's in a work environment, whether it's outside of work, hanging out with our kids, um, we like to have fun. Like I like, I like to laugh. I like, I'm goofy. I like, we just have fun. That's, Mm -hmm. and I think because our friend, our marriage started as a friendship, Mm -hmm. um, and we get irritated. We fight. Like we are normal. Yeah. We're real. We're very, Mm -hmm. we're different. (laughs) Life's not perfect. Um, I mean, I'm more flighty and emotional, and I'd move every other month. And he's very grounded. Hey, okay. let's, let's bring it back to, you know. Cause, right. Um, but I, I was thinking as we were thinking about this, like, it comes back to our why. Yeah. You know, and, and what the goal of our life is. And so when everything hits the fan and stuff happens and I'm irritated with him, like, I come back to, wait a minute. Okay, big picture. This is why yeah. I do this. Right. Because working together is hard as well. Like we drive separate to work. We never okay. rest, we never drive together. I don't know if that's normal. That's just what we do. Okay. It's um, good for the environment, I hear. It's, it, it's because yeah. I like being on time. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I, roll in right on time. Time, <laughs> time is, is like, relative. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, okay. Unless it's Sunday morning. I am ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. At nine, ten thirty, eleven forty-five. Um we go separate. We have our space. Like I am I I'm more just of an independent, like, I, I need space. Um, I tend to think that I don't need people, okay. but I do need people. Okay. So I do have that. I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. I need time. Anyways, so we're just wired differently, um, but he gives me space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he loves to hang out with people. So I'm like, hey, you want to hang out with your buddies? Like, I'm not like, oh, you need to stay home. Go. Like, we find things that fuel us, okay. but then we also... Um, it's fun to collaborate at work, which doesn't happen often because he's in student world and I'm in programming Sunday world. Yeah. So those. Okay, so there is some natural division there. Yes. What about uh, from just going from work to home? Because this is where I've seen people really struggle mm-hmm. is that they never get a break from work. It's not that they need a break from each other, they need someone to turn off the switch for work and you bring your work home. How have you guys learned how to balance that? It's, it's hard. And, and I think that that's one of those things where it's like, man, if everybody, anybody has the magic pill, like give it to me, I'll pay for it. Right. Uh, because it is so hard to turn it off because essentially like, you know, there's that, there's that idea of, of balance and what that looks like. And I know there's a lot of different thoughts around, Hey, is balance good? Is balance bad? How do you, all, all that kind of stuff. And it, at the end of the day, it's, it's a part of our lives. It's mm-hmm. a part of our DNA, but at the same time, we do need time where we're not talking about, well, what happened in student ministry today or how, you know, worship went and that kind of stuff or programming and all that kind of stuff. And so um, one of the things that we weren't good at at the beginning, but that we've really tried to prioritize in the last, especially seven years since we've been here, is having that date day 
like we sucked at it mm-hmm. when we the first, first got married. Ten years. Um, <laughs> but like Friday is our day. Mm-hmm. We kick everyone out of the house, and we're like, we need time together, mm-hmm. and we need time to be able to, you know, just hang out and and talk about other stuff and make plans. You know, Sarah Lynn and I both done life plans, which has just been awesome for us. And we need to go on vacations. We need to replenish. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's just been so healthy for us and so good we both like going to the beach okay and so that's important for for both of us to i was gonna ask if you both refuel the same way because it can be difficult if... no oh, we okay. don't refuel the same way all right we both like going to the beach i like surfing which puts takes me away from her and she doesn't want to get near the water but loves the sand sure and yeah. uh so that's a good day we can we can go to the beach that is it yeah <laughs> yeah and We're she's not- an introvert and i'm an extrovert so uh, she refuels well, um, you know, being by yourself on the beach reading a book, uh, and I'm out talking to people in the lineup while mm-hmm. I'm surfing. And then, you know, the cool thing is on the way there and on the way home, you know, we get to have some great conversation mm-hmm. and, and talk about stuff. Um, but we refuel differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, we know the importance of time together. Mm-hmm. And so we prioritize that. Mm-hmm. And, you know. It's hard sometimes, mm-hmm. but uh, we've had to fight for that. When we have worked on projects together, yeah, um, at church, it like it's and I've heard this. I don't know who where it came from, but you know the public praise, but the private criticism or conversation. Like we're very much. I mean, because we're we're both leaders in our areas, right? So that's <laughs> you have the potential to butt heads when you're. And we both have strong opinions. And we both have strong opinions. Yeah. Um, and so there's an ebb and yeah. flow, and there's a mutual respect yeah. and honoring each other, yeah. um, especially when you're working on something together. Uh-huh. Um, if that when we worked on the Discovery Bowl, the 15th anniversary, there was this kind of deadlock, like this gridlock. We were in this room with two other people, and they're just looking between us. And, I mean, we, I don't remember what happened. We figured it out. It all worked out. But I could tell I'm looking like, do I push this with him? Or right. do I wait? And we talk about Because we don't want to tear each other down. Like, we're on each other's teams, and we push each other. Yeah. But there are those real-life moments when you're like, yeah. that is a stupid idea. We're not going to do it. But I can't say that because right. that's hurtful. Right. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? No, I do know what you're saying. I, I think about in your situations where – Matt, you're, you're paid to be the expert in student ministry, mm-hmm. and you're paid to be the expert in worship and programming. Certainly, you have opinions about each other's area of ministry. How do you listen to your spouse without letting them run the ship that they're not supposed to be the expert of in the first place? Mm-hmm. I'm okay not being the expert in student ministry. Like that, I, I really am. I love to come in. And lead worship as long as they let me um, to help out from now I don't do it I don't do it very often but I just come in I don't come in and say um, this is running later this isn't right or this is like I just want to serve like I literally take off that hat I'm his mm-hmm. wife I'm his helpmate how can I serve you mm-hmm. I still do camps in the summertime with him and I love it yeah. it's a week of that I get to actually tangibly help him because we are so busy throughout the year that they're I don't feel like I help him a lot in his area and vice doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't be a small group leader as much as I love to help out. I can't do these things, but I can, there are a couple times a year that I can just support him. So I don't, I just take it off. I'm like, you know what? If, if something doesn't work, I'll talk to him later. Hey, is your team, have you guys talked or thought about this? Hey, help me understand why this isn't happening. Um, but that also is my personality. That's Mm -hmm. just my personality. Mm -hmm. I don't have to lead every room I'm in. Mm Mm-hmm. 
if you give me if you make me the leader, I'm going to lead it. But do you know what I'm right, saying? Like right. I can just yeah. support because it's really fun to see him in his world. Right, and that's a unique personality that some are gifted with. They don't have to lead every room they're in. It's yeah, cool. yeah. And I, I think for me, it's like one of those one of, one of those things where I, I you know I can gush over my wife all day long. I'm her biggest supporter. Uh-huh. I'm her biggest fan. I, you know, some of the decisions we've made in our lives are to try to help her out uh, mm-hmm. because I believe in her. Mm-hmm. And I, um, probably to a fault at times, but, you know, when you come into to the her environment, service programming and, and worship, um, you know, we talk about this sometimes around the home because I used to do construction. So I know a lot of, a lot of things. I, I know how it works because I've done it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of the things we talk about sometimes is like, you know, me trying to tell you what to do with worship would be like you trying to tell me what to do with construction. Mm-hmm. Like you're an expert in this. Now I might have opinions and I'm also a strong leader. I do have strong opinions, but ultimately like what we've come to understand and Sarah Lynn said it just a second ago, but you know, um, you know, public praise and private conversations. Mm-hmm. It's just huge. It's like, Hey, like you said, Hey, help me understand this. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm much more extroverted. I'm much more, I'm very direct. Um, and I just enjoy that. And so she's introverted and a little bit more, um, you know, I, I don't know if people pleaser is the right word, but I'm like, why don't you just get direct with that? Why don't you just talk to that person <laughs> about that? And so, but what we've come to understand is like, Hey, when I help her win in service programming or worship, well, well, we win together. Mm-hmm. You know, it is that better together idea. It's mm-hmm. like when she wins, we win. Right. I win. Right. Everybody wins. And then same thing when she's in my environment. Yeah. You know, when she helps me win, which she's amazing at, then together we win. We're better. It's yeah. great. When it, so an example of him in my world is like when he hosts and we're all gathered in our Home Depot room, right, hanging out and talking. Like, I just always feel so very supported by you with the band. Like, you're you're just a support. And I think that's huge um, when husbands and wives work together, that you're supporting each other, you're building yeah. each other mm-hmm. up. It's not that you don't see the flaws. It's not that you don't talk about the things that can get better. You do. It's just finding a constructive way because it isn't always easy to hear something from your spouse. Right. Real life right yeah. there. Like, don't talk. Yeah. It just isn't. And right. so then put that in work and then put that in front of other people. Like, there's there's a better way. Right. To have those hard conversations if they're potentially. That's good. So public praise, private conversations. Yeah. Which is even a better word than criticism. Yes. Which is what <laughs> I, I was like, can we change yeah. that? Yeah. What, what, what I want to say. Right. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we talked about that because it's like, at, at the end of the day, if, you know, hey, publicly, man, Rusty, great sermon. That was so wonderful, and then we get behind closed doors, and I just tear you down. Mm-hmm. Well, again, we're <laughs> yeah. not winning, right? right. Yeah. Like we're like I need to be able to say difficult things, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, we need to have a conversation. And if we can, and we're not perfect at it, and there there are days where you know you're at the, you've had just about all you can have, and you come home and you hear that one remark, and it's tough, but. We try to have conversations because uh, it, it just it goes back to the idea. Like, if, if she wins, I'm winning. And the conversation is so much better than the criticism. Mm. Uh, and, I, and I'm a critic. Like, I really, it's funny. I, I'm an extreme. 
Like I can make everything's wonderful or I can shred it. Like yeah. I, and I can turn it like that. Yeah. Um, depending on my comfort zone and where sure. I am. And so I, especially with Matt, I have to just be careful. Like, why would I want to, sh- like, what's the goal of this conversation? Number one, mm-hmm. we got to be real. We got to keep, you know, and, and everything isn't always great, but anyways okay let me ask about this because this happens whether you're in ministry or not but when somebody comes to you with a suggestion and I'm pointing to you Matt for those listening (laughs) when somebody comes to you Matt with a with not a criticism but a suggestion for Sarah Lynn and and that might happen like songs or whatever or when are we gonna do a cantata okay there you go okay (laughs) there's another word from the past um, Sarah Lynn but for you I'm sure there are people that have opinions about student ministry that think they can leverage that through you to him how do you manage that publicly and then privately when you might agree with them yeah I think that's that's a good question and I'm um, a people pleaser so if you like put me on the spot hey yeah. why don't we do this and I mean I'm like ah, like I it's hard that's very hard because yeah. I'm an empathizer so if you talk about, oh, yes, Rusty, we need, yeah, yeah I, yeah, I don't know why Matt doesn't, right. I don't do, I try to really, you need to talk to Matt, like, yeah. you need to talk to Matt. Yeah, and I think that's both of our, both of our go-to is like, hey, you need to talk to that person about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not, like, again, you're the expert in that environment, that's, that's her world, don't talk to me, and, right. and she does, and that's something that, like, you know, we talk about personalities and all that kind of stuff. Um, loyalty is huge for me. Like if you're if you're a part of my crew, if you're a part of my people, then I want to honor you. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to honor you, and and I'm not honoring you by uh, you know saying yeah I can't believe she's not doing a cantata. Which by the way, I remember the first time I heard that word, I'm like, what is a cantata? I have no idea what that <laughs> and is. And then you visited my church. And then I visited her. I was like, uh, <laughs> oh, so we're never gonna do one of those, right? <laughs> Not uh, love all the cantata people out there. Of course. There, uh, if yes. that makes the cut. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things that, you know, hey, go to that person. I mean, that's biblical, right? Right. Like if you have an issue or you have a suggestion and, you know, there are times where, you know, somebody will say, oh, you need to do this song. And yeah. uh, it's like. Yeah, you know, I love that song. Uh, I know Sarah Lynn has a plan. You should go talk to her. And one of the things that's that's also awesome is is being able to say, can I go talk to her? She might say yes. Or he, you know, and I don't share that part, but yeah. hey, you never know. Like, if you're behind somebody and you're, you know, I talked to a parent the other day uh, that just had uh, a question, and and uh, they but they were for me. You know, they came with yeah. some solutions. They came with some ideas, and I think that, you know, whether it's dealing with somebody that wants you to change something or it's working together, and, and that's in a church, that's in a business together because you're going to have different opinions about how things should go. It's like, hey, let's come with ideas to, so that we can make it better, and, but also be at that place where, hey, I'm going to hear you, and if at the end of the day you still disagree, well, right. You're you're the expert in this and I'm going to let you run with it. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay. So just in wrapping up, a few pieces of advice for people that work together with their spouse. What would you say? One thing in a sentence besides public praise and private conversations. I I mean, you've said it a couple of times, but so you may not 
it's that whole win thing. Like you're on the same team. Mm-hmm. And when we sit down with couples before they're getting married and do premarital counseling, or we talk with friends that are going through it, like everyone goes through it. There's life happens to everyone and your marriage is strained. And, um, there's days when you wonder if you can keep going. And mm-hmm. when you work together and you see each other every day and there's not yet, like, all of that can compound, but it's stepping back um, and remembering the why. I just keep coming back. Like, I love you, so I'm going to sacrifice. I want to go to Chick-fil-A, and you don't want to. Like, something as simple as that or as big as um, a major family decision. Like, there's, I think people just kind of forget why they're in it together. Mm-hmm. And it's coming back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, why would I treat, like, my partner in this life? Yeah. Why would I not treat him like the best in the world? And because right. because I am just a more independent, I, I do my own thing. Like I can, def- I just in the space that I need, I can often. He gets the brunt of everything, which I think is probably normal. A lot of people, their spouse gets the brunt. But when I step back and I'm like, he's my partner. He's my. Mm-hmm. You're on the same team, and when you can sit down and ha- and have those conversations and hash out together, and sometimes there's yelling and sometimes it's not pretty. Like at the end, we all, we're in it together. I think mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. You're in it together, and so the way that you love and adore your spouse, mm-hmm. the way that you. Re- mutually submit and respect them and um, put yourself aside that just goes far wow. to me yeah yeah I agree and I think it's kind of one of those things it's like keep the main thing the main thing yeah right and it's like protect your marriage yeah. I, I mean at the end of the day if if I fail at my marriage or I fail at parenting um, but I succeed at student ministry mm-hmm. I succeed at you know Sarah Lynn succeeds at service programming or I mean whatever whatever it might be that you're doing like we lose yeah and so it, it's it's kind of that thing of like keep the main thing protect your marriage enjoy the journey and it's gonna be messy mm-hmm. try to laugh yeah, yeah. you know yeah. Um, because at the end of the day our marriage is what's most important our family is what's most important and um, man God's just he's just been he's been faithful um, and we've been able to enjoy uh, each step of the journey, even though at times it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And we've had some really hard seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's when, you know, if we can lean into one another and cheer one another on, you know, to be for each other and keep the main thing the main thing, you know, we've been able to, to get through it and still be doing ministry 18 years later together. So wow. It's been cool. Without ever having dated Without ever having dated. <laughs> Josh Harris. That's, That's right. right. That's the name. <laughs> Shut up. I kissed dating. That'll be the hashtag. I kissed dating goodbye. All right. Um, okay, so the question that I stole from uh, William Vanderbloom, and I ask everybody three questions, and I'll tell you all three in advance so you can start okay. thinking. First one is favorite book you're either reading right now or one recently. Second one is a favorite app that you're using, and that can be like professionally or just for fun. And the third one is a stage faux pas. Mm. You said or did on stage. Oh. Okay. So, <laughs> we'll start with the book. Okay. Go for it. I'm reading a book, uh, Tools for Titans, by Timothy Harris. Harris. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a thick old book, and um, it's not a Christian book. Heads up. Just heads up. But yep. it's about different people that are successful in life. Um, health, wealth, and wisdom, I think, are the three yep. categories. So it, I love hearing people's best practices. 
Yeah, uh, Tim Ferriss, I think. Yes. Right? He also wrote Tribe of Mentors, where yes. he interviewed yep. a thousand people. Four hour work week. Yeah, yeah. yeah four hour work week. Yeah, very interesting things. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm always bad at this because I always just like breaking the rules a little bit. Uh, I love Leadership Pain, reading through that, like right now in Sammy Chan. Mm. Just so much just good gut punch stuff mm-hmm. um, and kind of along with that has been Scary Close by Donald Miller I read that mm. probably a year ago and man he just said a couple things one of the, my favorite quote out of that book um, because ministry is messy and life is messy and it's easy to get jaded but one of my favorite quotes that he said uh, was that there's more lifeguards than sharks out there mm. and that I mean it goes back to that better together idea of like mm. we have to trust people we have to people have people in our lives that we do life with and that we trust with, you know, things that are hard. And the, those two together, because, wow. uh, you know, church work is tough and life is tough. Um, and then, you know, Donald Miller's book, you know, you know has just been great because I need to trust. Mm-hmm. I need to continue to let people in uh, no matter if I've hurt, and especially her. Yeah. Scary close. I haven't read that it's one. Good. It's, it's good. It's really good. Wow. Love, I love all of his books, really but yeah. Been great. He's got a great podcast. Yeah. He yes. has an incredible podcast. Yeah. I am addicted and to it. I, I like to say I've kinda we've we follow the same path. But while not at all. <laughs> From Texas. All Texas to moved Oregon. To Oregon. Yeah. Right. Uh, Tennessee and now, but. then blew up became a superstar. I'm still waiting for that. That's right. Very <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. similar. <laughs> so similar. <laughs> Story brand. Okay, favorite app you're using right now? I love one second every day. So it's just a clip of your life, and then you can see one second from every day. It just takes a picture of you? Uh, you It is a little video. You can do pictures, but I like little videos. It's super fun. So you can just scroll every few months through, and especially being a mom. Yeah. Oh, man. It's cool. That's cool. All right. Yeah. Um, I'd I'd probably say, like, Overcast. I love Overcast for podcasts. Uh, The main thing, like, the thing I love about it is it boosts the audio, um, you can play it faster. That's my favorite drives me part. Crazy. Because yeah. I'm like, I want to cruise through a podcast yep. and, uh, yep. you know, you can play it all the way up to two plus speed. Oh yeah. And so, uh, man, I mean, I, I can listen to some podcasts. I'm with you. <laughs> and what I find is I'll listen to two or three podcasts at like one and a half or two times speed. Then conversation with people yeah. really is draining. Yeah. <laughs> Because you're like, come on. Especially if they're from the South. Especially if they're from the South. I'm like, yes. Why are you talking so slow? I know. It really ruins a lot of conversation at home. Okay. Um, We did app. All right. Stage faux pas. Said or done anything on stage? I forgot to have the offering buckets passed two Sundays ago. Oh, yes. Yes. That's a pretty faux pas. In church world, that's a pretty big focus. That's a big deal. It's a big yeah. deal. And I didn't even catch myself. Yeah. Our safety team member, one of them came back and told me. So, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's that's a big one. Uh, you know, I mean, I feel like I've made lots of dumb mistakes on stage. I called myself the stupid pastor uh, while I was hosting instead of the student pastor. <laughs> that was fun. Um, and, yeah, it's like... 
I, you know, I kind of, like, people started laughing. I was like, yeah, it's probably true. Uh, but and then it stuck and you used it all and then it, yeah, <laughs> for every service. Yeah, then I used it for every single service. I'm the stupid pastor. Good to meet you. I mean, Better you know yeah. it from the beginning. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Well, guys, thank you so much. Thanks for being here. Oh, it's you so good. You should have your research. Yeah, you know, what you're getting. Well, it's we, probably better we had a vague idea, and it's fantastic. <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> I do want to say thank you for all you've done for Discovery over the years, for the Kingdom of God over the years, but just sharing some of your marriage and ministry and all that with us. It's going to be very valuable for a lot of people. So, thank you. Thanks so much for listening. If you would take a moment and share this with somebody who might benefit from it. And if you have even more time, sit down and write a review on this on iTunes. It really does help a lot. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next month.